Peace, peace. You know what it is. It's your man SKYZOO Sky Zoo. Live out the borough. You know what it is. Carolina, what up? We are locked in, loaded in, straight to tape. You know how we do it, man. Put it straight to the tape. Nothing else, man. Send me the tape, baby. What up? Unapologetic and insightful conversation From the tip of our tongues is straight to tape My name is C. Perry Elysia II One third of podcasting's Treacherous Three First, the comedian <laughs> Professional joke slinger Tico DeGaio What's up, Tate? Well, you know, people talk about it I live it all day, every day Every day? Every day That's right As always That's what we be doing over here Mm -hmm. Rest in peace to uh, Mr. Witherspoon Bang, bang, bang Bang, bang, bang Bang, bang. bang. And The quintessential hip-hop mom The first lady of S2T Keisha with a Y What's going on, Kay? Hey, hey It's been a It's been a great Three days It's been an interesting Three days actually Mm -hmm. Very, very interesting But we're going to get into that We will, we will And as always, our social media assassin, Rob Barron. What's good, Rob? What's good, man? I'm in the building. You know how I do it. On my sniper's perch. Pew, pew. You know what I was expecting? You caught me off guard because you know what I was expecting. What? That word you like to use. What's that? The P word. What, pause? Yes, that one. I mean, I had no reason to at that, mo- at that moment, but okay. Pause. Okay, that works perfect. <laughs> I feel like this. Wait, hum, huh? <laughs> Wait, what? You said nothing. You didn't say anything possible. What the fuck did you do? See, that was see, him. See, see, I. That was him. I knew it. I, I <laughs> fucking knew it. You knew what? Because what? I shouldn't have let him go downstairs when oh, he went downstairs. Oh, yeah, and so now anyway, we all off anyway, in the class. We are not off anyway. 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 See. Anyway. Give me some nuts. <laughs> So, uh, subscribe to our podcast so that you can be first to receive our latest shows and updates. Check out Straight to Tape on Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Radio Public, Spotify, and, and we are Apple Podcast Certified. Yo, 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 guess what? What, 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 what? We have a YouTube channel. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Where can he find us on YouTube? Straight to tape on the tube. Don't you love it? What you think? Yeah, you straight like to tape like on the tube. Sound? That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So you'll, there'll be exclusive content there. Exactly. Exclusive only to, well, YouTube. YouTube. That's the reason why it's on the tube. Boom. Gotcha. And, um... Now, you can also find us in other places as well. Please. I'm going to try to. Um, Rob, can you strap Perry down before I say this? Um, uh, for what? Because I'm about to say, please like us on Facebook, <laughs> yo, 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 yo. IG. Just don't trigger him, and, please. And, and Twitter. His whole little pink face is getting red right now. Like. 
Don't, our don't, Facebook don't, page. Please don't drop no liquor in the board, like please. Like our Facebook don't page. Don't drop no liquor in the okay. board, please. I, I see that, man. Like, like our Facebook page, okay? Listen, you know? I'm in charge of technical, man. Do not spill any damn liquor in this board, okay? Board Calm your ass fine. down. The board's going to be fine. I'm calm. I'm calm. I am chill. But you know that's his thing, right? You know. That's his thing. Please like the Facebook page so we don't have to spend uh, money on equipment that we didn't need to spend. Please. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to ruin anything, guys. Just press like. Follow the page, okay? Follow you know the page. What I'm but follow us on all of follow, our social follow, follow, follow. platforms. And, of course... We are sponsored by Bartending Unlimited, the Triangle's premier professional mobile bartending company. Looking for just a licensed bartender or does your event require a full bar? Contact Bartending Unlimited today for all your bartending needs. www.bartendingunlimited.com. Responsibly serving our clients since 2004. Quit serving them weak drinks. Let the professionals do it for you professionals bartending unlimited you know what i'm saying now uh it's hard to make a lemon twist you know who can do it you don't play chubby checker you know who can do it bartending unlimited they sure can it's hard like you your lemon twist is just ends up being a half moon with a little slick cut in the middle on the side but bartending unlimited can make it twist it it just adds so much more just adds so much more aesthetic to the drink Mm. yep but if you can't find that by all means just play chubby checker Listen, it doesn't matter where you are listening to this. If you need a bartending, uh, a mobile bartending company, hit them up. Exactly. Hit them up. Exactly. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, one, it's been an interesting week. It's been an interesting weekend. It's been an interesting couple of days here. All right. Uh, But we have a guest in the house with us as much as we love guests you know we like sitting down talking building sipping and speaking so to speak Mm -hmm. okay we've had some alone time lately but it's good to have guests yeah it's always good to have guests and who do we have in the house with us this week we have the director of wilmington on fire we have the director of the upcoming project grandmaster all right we have from speller street films christopher everett <laughs> welcome to straight on. to take christopher cool, cool thanks for having me on oh uh, man look no, we're, we're happy to have you on and yeah i'm really happy to have you on especially when we've walked into something right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah so uh like, like, we're we're gonna delve into you know you the you know the putting together Wilmington on fire. Right. We're gonna walk into your other projects, and we're also gonna walk into inspiration as well. Okay. 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 But first, ladies and gentlemen, you know how we start oh, the show Lord. off. Okay. You know, there's those things, those events, those stories that go on around us that we ain't gonna talk about. We ain't gonna talk about it. And this story in particular, because everybody has this syndrome, right? It, there are things going on in the in the in your state, in your town, in your um, country, in your hemisphere mm-hmm. that don't affect you until they're really close to home. Exactly. And we are based in Raleigh, North Carolina, and one of the suburbs of Raleigh is Garner, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And it, this happened there. <sighs> Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it was um, 
kind of crazy, man. Um, Because I was waking up this morning and I was like, yo, I'm kind of hungry. And I was thinking like, you know, where can I get me some, you know, some cheese grits and some, you know, well, you can't get that there. They don't serve biggie breakfasts there. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay, okay. No, this is old country spot. You know what I'm saying? You want some good old country eating? So you'd been there biscuits. before? Oh yeah, man. Been there plenty of times. My family's been there. It's been there for a long, long time. It's mm-hmm. been there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man. So I was thinking like, hmm, <sighs> maybe I should just go check out Angie's. Uh, uh, until until yeah um okay so uh so um what we're talking about is angie's restaurant is a mom and pop shop it's been there forever like Mm -hmm. i don't know when they were established but it's had to been minimally 50 years before it was angie's it was something else and before that it was something something else else, so it's a well-established place um and so Halloween, they had um, Halloween dinner. They had a contest, costume a, a costume contest. contest. Um, so there was a post made on early Friday. Halloween was Thursday. Yeah. So there's a post Friday. made early Friday morning mm-hmm. um, giving all everyone a chance, everyone that follows Angie's on Facebook, giving them a chance to vote on the best costume. There were people dressed up like in Angie's table. Mm-hmm. There were people dressed up like kids dressed up like Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles and you scroll and scroll and scroll. And then there was a a woman with the the quintessential or the classic um, Rasta hat and cheesy Rasta hat and mm-hmm. dreadlocks mm-hmm. hanging up. But she's white and she painted her skin brown. And this was part of the 20 or so, a little over 20 photos that were uploaded to Angie's Facebook page in order for people to vote for the best contest of Halloween 2019. So this was a post that was in the public eye. Yes, it yeah. and the internet went bazooka. Yeah, yeah. And I mean in full disclosure, okay, um we were discussing this amongst ourselves. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh when 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 the post occurred on uh Friday. In fact he shared it with us. And, you know, we thought, you know, you know, maybe, you know, this would be a topic of conversation or something on Sunday, you know, something that we weren't going to talk about. Okay. And at that time we decided, eh, do we really want to talk about this? No, not really. Cause this is something that's look- it's like par for the course for being a black American. Yeah. Like really yeah, it yeah. is. It is just something that yeah. happens on such a regular basis that you kind of become desensitized from it. And I wouldn't even call it, I call it self-preservation because if I, took in every happening in this area that was remotely related to the racial racial connotation that this 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 thing has then i would not be able to make it through life like i wouldn't be able to work you'd be mad every day at everyone you know yes so my thing was like we don't need to talk about it because mm, this is is just some shit and it's garner like out of all the suburbs in the area carrie maybe apex i don't know I don't know much about Apex, but Fuquay, Cary, Hollow Springs, like Garner is like when I was buying, searching for houses to buy in um, early this year and I saw a few houses in Garner and I just 
had like a I'm really big on vibes like I feel like I pick up vibes from my feet mm-hmm. on the ground and it just wasn't yeah. what I wanted I don't want to live in Garner yeah but <laughs> yeah but here's the whole thing I mean we we just decided you know uh let's just go ahead and put it on our page and discuss it uh well little did we know good god little did we know <laughs> that the discussion was going to be so far reaching right and okay. by far reaching it's like uh I was at home Friday evening and uh, just, you know, kind of chilling. It was Friday night, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of chilling out. And, um, uh, Perry, you and I, uh, talked for a second and we saw that the post, you know, if, if you have a, a Facebook page, you can see how many people that your, your, uh, posts reach or whatever. You have a, like a, a tally. So Perry and I were watching it in real time and, and, it was somewhere along the lines of like thirteen hundred people. I mean, you know, that's like yeah, that's cool. I mean, that's you cool. Know, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, you know that you know that that's a, that's a good radius that we have now. You know, right? And people discussing it, right? And then, so it, yeah, then in real time, like you know, Perry and I hung up the phone. All right, man. You know, check you later. Holler at you later. All right, man. You know, yeah, later. And uh, it, within minutes, it jumped up to like. 5,000 5, <laughs> within minutes yeah. so this is this is what we're uh this is friday night so we're, we're like i said we're, we're looking at it in real time and now it's well over that was friday night we're recording on sunday afternoon right now and it's well over 100,000 people reached actually like close to 120,000 yeah. right yeah right so close to 120,000 like uh, like what almost 800 shares uh, over a thousand shares now. over a thousand yeah. shares now yeah. wow yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah wow i mean dude like i say angie's been here for a long time so it's not it's not like you just like i'm sure i don't know why key has not never been there i don't because you never took been. me i'm just saying i mean this like goes way back like how come like your, your parents never took you you know what i'm saying because mm-hmm. this is like a it's, it's like one of those spots it's like you know Let's go get some good food. Let's go. Let's go grab some. Let's go to Angie's. It's like going to Captain Stanley's. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah. like it's, you know. It's like one of I've those. Never spots. been there either. Oh my god! I keep forgetting. You know, you're so bougie. Um, <laughs> so um, I just asked somebody to make fry me some liver pudding hard on the internet. I'm not bougie. I just never been to those places. Ooh, fried uh, liver pudding. Anyway. So yeah, yeah uh, we so. call it scrapple in Philly. Yeah. No, um, there's a difference. No, it's a there's a, a difference. There's a difference. There's a difference between a clear yeah. difference between well, scrapple and liver pudding. And exactly. probably if we go to Angie's, we could have both, and you can test yeah. taste scrapple test both. Scrapple is yeah. better. How but, do you know? I've you never had, had liver, liver. too. But but, uh, but ladies and gentlemen, needless to say, uh, you know the the photo was shared and the photo caused a huge you know it, it became a huge topic it's, excuse it's me what did huge, you say can we go you gotta get me get me on that okay I Nick, knew you it. don't put the h I on the it. front of that word i'm so it. sick of you i'm sick okay. of you all right how about this how about this okay it was an extremely big that whatever you need discussion. to do to not say huge i'm fine with it <sighs> I was like, oh, Lord, they get ready to get her. He's really a Trump, get ready really get a Trump supporter on the slide. Uh, no. Thank you. No. Thank you. That's the key no. word. That's the key word. Huge. And it's huge. Yeah. It's going to be so, huge. Anyway, focus. Um, Thank you. <laughs> anyway, 
it it low key went viral, and um, you know, it, it's the tally is is counting as we, we speak. speak I've, yeah. I've been getting notifications on my phone the entire weekend, and they continue. They were, and I have an OCD about notifications. Like my, if you look at some of my friends, like my ex husband, my son, my sister, like they'll have like three hundred and seventy five email notifications on their phone. I can't. I cannot do it. So I've looked at most of what's going on on this page, and it's hugely divided i'd say there's at least a good square i just showed her my notifications for my email <laughs> so if i get notifications i gotta clear them out i move them to another folder i like i have a serious Damn. ocd about that shit rob has 1300 almost 1400 fucking gmail notifications uh, anyway oh, i'm sweating jesus christ <laughs> Oh, did so, you, you didn't see no, a no, no, no. It's, it's thirty six thousand email notifications. Focus. No, focus. anyway. Okay, yeah, that's focus. So I've been <laughs> seeing like so when I go, I I look at most of them and I see what's going on. There's a huge divide between the acceptability of blackface. Yeah, it yeah. seems to be a generational divide. I, that's the one of the biggest things that I noticed. And like, I had to go back uh, to yeah. my kids this morning exactly. and be like, y'all. Look at this picture. Is this right or wrong? They were like, Mom, that's crazy. That's stupid. That's wrong. Okay, bye. Uh, like you did your job. I did my job. Yeah. Right. And then there's a divide. There's tangents about Angie and her role in this, the owner. Mm-hmm. There's tangents about the acceptability or yeah, the acceptability of, of white face of blackface. Whether white face is okay. Mm-hmm. Whether the guy and the guy that dressed up as white privilege last mm-hmm. year whether that was okay there's a there's a lot of talk about that and then so i even try to bring it bring up the wayans and white chicks like yeah, yeah wayans know, and white yeah, chicks or yeah, whatever yeah. which is borderline if you want to apply the same rules mm-hmm. but the rules are the same no, that's what i was no, about to yeah, say yeah, and, exactly. and i gotta and, and i gotta shout your sister out really, oh, yes. really? okay 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 because yeah, okay, okay. i was no, about no, no, to bring no, no, no. for coming through hold on to you go hold on hold on for coming through with that comment that she said because uh, along the lines of your point there is no historical context for white face so we got i got to give props to d for bringing oh, yeah. that up and, 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 can, and actually can i i need to comment on that real and quick it, i okay? want to hear what tigo got yeah, to say but i need to comment on that real quick okay um Look, this show is about an un- unapologetic conversation, and one of the reasons why you know we we posted that was for a conversation. We are happy with the amount of conversation that was generated from this topic. Okay, right. How- however, and I'm not going to call out names. I don't want to call out names because I don't I-, I don't do that to trolls. Okay, right. Uh, when you uh, want to make your point about you know if white face is um acceptable okay keep it in the context of the conversation or right. what was converse you know what the conversation was about this particular troll decided to post this and and start his conversation on a post that had absolutely nothing to do with the conversation in fact i found i found 
it offensive because of the picture that he chose. No, we didn't find it offensive. What did I tell you about being offended? No, 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 no. I found it. Aff- well, let me phrase that. Thank I didn't find it offensive. I found it disrespectful. It's stupid. Well, I you found it. Stupid. I found it stupid because it, it, stupid. it was an it was an insult to our intelligence because yeah. the picture was just the picture was really to me. Yeah. It, it was irrelevant to to, yeah. to be honest with you. It was, and it wasn't even him. It's like he grabbed a fucking picture of some white person in white, extra white face, mm-hmm. and put it put it up there to prove a point. Nobody cares, dude. Just go Thank away. You. Thank you. You you. Just and there was right. also another girl who's white, who had painted herself lighter, but it was like, what's the movie with the green people? Uh, which movie? Avatar. Avatar. Oh, like yeah. she was avatarish yeah. color. Saying, should I have not done this? Bitch, you green. Like, there are no green people. There's yeah, no yeah. historical, yeah. <laughs> historical yeah. like, evidence and trials about green face. Yeah. There's right. not. Thank so, you. Thank you. just, I mean, I don't care. People are going to go off and they're going to try to make their point how they make their point. And, of course, their friends that think like them. And that's the whole thing about the internet. Like, you have all of these different right. people bubbling in this one big bowl, and you're going to see those peaks yeah. of popular thought. Right. Exactly. I My whole thing is, look, I appreciate the conversation. That's the reason why uh, we posted it. Right. We wanted that conversation. Right. Whether, you know, whether it was the good conversation, whether it was the bad conversation. We, ex- you know, we, you know, we expected some, some real constructive conversation. Right. We expected some. And it BS. happened. And yeah. it happened. And we yeah. use this as a learning moment and a, a teaching moment and a learning moment. Yeah. Right. And so one thing I'd like to say is that It is really important to open up your ears and listen. Yeah. There is, because of the internet, and even before the internet is just less accessible, there's always going to be someone who agrees with you. There's always going to be someone who agrees with you. There's always going to be someone that, that, that views, disagrees too. That yeah. disagrees too. Mm-hmm. But the disagreeers are where the learning happens. Exactly. The people that agree with you. And there is a thing called, there's cultural bias. There's oh, what's the name of the bias? Eh, what's the name of the bias? It's called when you basically surround yourself with shit that agrees with you. You. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I know what you're saying. I don't know the yeah, technical yeah. term. When you but. when you um uh, when you surround yourself with shit that agrees with you, so you get to bolster your point. So everything mm. you say is the right thing, even though it's the wrong thing. Yeah. Via whether factually the wrong thing or societally it's the wrong thing. Like it's the wrong thing, but I I charge people to listen. Right. So yes, black people are extra sensitive when it comes to shit like this. Maybe we need to take a step back. And I I've, I've been saying that for a while. Like I'm not fucking offended by this shit. I laugh, and you get what you get, white people. If you want to go out there and call black people niggers on camera, and the shit gets posted on the internet, you get what you get. I'm not offended by that shit anymore. I'm not. I can't be. Like uh, okay, so let let's break down. Uh the different schools of thought that we saw in the discussion on our straight to tape page Mm -hmm. behind this uh, person who took a picture or somebody took a picture of her and posted it on Angie's website or Facebook page rather of her in blackface. Um, Oh, so let's, let's pause there for a minute because this, this is all important. All this is important. This woman did this to insight. Exactly. Precisely. She did this to incite. There was some someone knew her and quickly put together a collage. And that's 
when we get to Angie's original statement about the situation, it's impossible for her to have gathered all the facts because just an hour later, that collage that someone put together was out there. Was out there. Yep. So you didn't stop and pause and let all the facts be known or gather all the facts before you talked about cultural appropriation versus blackface because it's not the same. Right. But she, the person that did this, and I don't, I don't have her name available right now, but the person that did this, she did this on purpose. Yeah. She posted it on her Facebook page before she left the house. I hope I don't get shot over exactly. this in, over this costume. And there was a previous picture from last Halloween or last time she dressed up and she was doing like the big mama with a big ass and a big titties sort of like Medea. In, in Medea. Yeah. In blackface. In blackface. Yeah. In blackface. And then the person that she tagged, I don't know if this is her mate, her friend, her husband, her lover, or whatever, this nigga got a damn Confederate flag on his face on his shirt and on his hat. So right. she did this on purpose. Yeah. Right. So all right, so so let let's talk about like I said, I want to break down all of this. And, and, and P, I know, I know this is, uh, I know we we're striving to be time sensitive, but we have a guest yeah. uh, again. We have Chris, uh, the director of Wilmington on Fire. We're going to get and, to him, and we would, and, and we want to know what Chris thinks as well. And we want to so, know what Chris yeah. thinks as well. This is important, though. We have to break all of this down. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk about like the different schools of thought mm-hmm. that we encountered in that uh, particular thread also i want to talk about the fact that a lot of people are really quick to, to they're in a rush to uh blame angie's and we had we have our own thoughts about that mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know what i mean yeah definitely and you know regardless of, i don't care what people think about me because people ain't paying my fucking bills thank you right, you yeah. understand what i'm saying so i'm this is where this is where i where where i stand and i think keisha agrees I don't necessarily blame Angie's. Exactly. I don't think that they had the intent to put that out there. I think I do hold them accountable for for kind of letting it get out there. So do you want and, me to read the, the original response now? It, the original yeah, yeah, no, please read her. Yeah. So so read Angie So let me say this. So Angie has actually responded in public three times mm-hmm. to this thing and you can sit here and say oh well people will do anything or say anything to, to protect their business that might be true but based on their statements and, and again i understand that there's a lot of people that this ain't going to be good enough for and what i'm about to say or what i'm in, what i what i'm implying is going to get me labeled as like some type of sellout coon or something a coon ass fuck y'all Thank you. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Fuck y'all. Okay, y'all can't. Somebody no, else has to read it because I don't. I have the live on my phone. Can nobody beat my ass? So anyway, um, what I'm saying is, I don't. Give it to me. Again, I don't blame Angie's for. Uh, I hold them accountable. I give them a certain level of responsibility. As a business. You have to be responsible for, for what your goes social media and what goes out in public under your name. Precisely. You do. You do. You do. Precisely. And okay, so this is the original. So after, shortly after we posted the 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 original post with the picture of the lady in blackface, this is what Angie's restaurant responded. Hmm, that's little. Let's see what last phone. Um after we up- talking, talking on my phone. anyway, <laughs> I, it's at least it's not the screen's not cracked. Um, 
Android ass nigga. <laughs> Android ass nigga. Um, after we uploaded all the photos for the Halloween costume contest, we did not notice that one of the photos was culturally insensitive. The costume contest has been canceled and all of the photos have been removed. Removed. Cultural appropriation, even in a Halloween costume, is unacceptable. And we apologize for our actions. We also apologize to anyone who found the photo offensive. Okay. All right. So with that being said, um, and they did it really quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To me, if they had, there are businesses out there. But that, you're a mom and pop shop. You're not going to do that. Right, right, right. That costs money. Lots. Right. Of money. You see what I'm saying? I know I know people who do fixing and they, they charge a whole lot. I mean, but there are mom and pop shops out there. You go in there and they got all kinds of like kind of racist, you know what I'm saying, adjacent shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. And they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Right. You understand what I'm saying? But I give them credit exactly. for their quick action. Right, yeah. Even though I hold them somewhat accountable because that statement is a little ignorant. Just a little bit. A little ignorant. Just a little bit. A little because ignorant. they said it was cultural appropriation. Right. So there's, But in my mind, because I'm a big thing for, I have a big thing for willful ignorance. There is a time period, depending on the issue, mm-hmm. between you, you basically putting out there that you're ignorant and willful ignorance. You got, I'm going to give you some time. I'm going to give you some time to Google and talk to your friends in a situation and figure the, the fuck out. It's all researchable. It's yo, all researchable. Yo, yo, yo I'm, I'm sorry, man. Look, I'm here. I'm, I'm sitting back and I'm listening to you all. And I hear you all. I really do. My thing is this, yo. If you knew it was a problem, you know, I don't get it twisted. I love Angie's and I, and I think that, but they, you know, they, they meant what they said in a sense but it was wrong the way they said it but my thing is this when you walk through my door and you look like that and that's not what I'm about you got to go you have to yeah, go I, you I, have I to turn you with. have to turn around yo I'm so sorry are we, you can't you can't are, you can't come in here because that right there that's that's not that's are, not a problem however okay. as a small business and even in this room are we all certain that it's legal to do that to do that mm-hmm. are we all absolutely certain i'm not entirely we, certain exactly yeah. as a small business she gonna sit over there it's it's like a clusterfuck right yeah it's a I'm, comedy as a of small errors business owner i'm not sure that it would be legal for me to ask her to leave right this it's a whole comedy and that's of the thing in the forefront of my mind like okay so i asked this bitch to leave and then it's a whole bunch of <laughs> they ain't garner <laughs> Right. If you look at the picture, you can see behind them Jed and Hoss over there eating their grits and gravy and shit. <laughs> like, what is what? That's probably, if anything, because I, from what I heard through several different reading, several different comment streams outside of our our post, was that black people complained. There were several people, not just black, that complained mm. about this, and nothing was done because I don't know if they knew that they had the right. To do anything, but isn't legal. But they, they, but they didn't they have to. to. No, I'm sorry. Go oh no, no. I was just saying, but they didn't have to put the picture, <laughs> you know, on the on the what social media. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So even if they didn't know, 
if they could, you know, not allow this person in, why did they put the the photo? I don't think you know what I'm saying at all. So when you work in a business and one person is supposed to be handling this, the owner's here. Mm -hmm. This person's taking pictures. These people, these five people, are the waitresses or waiters or whatever. One of them was a waiter or waitress for this table. You had a manager over here, and then you have other people over here, and then you have the person that handles your fucking social media shit. Yeah, on the them. fact yeah. that right there's yeah. so many different ways that that communication right. could be cut right that it could have been a white because i'm a racist on. waitress that took that picture right. and thought that shit was funny she was yeah. responsible for taking the picture whoever's over picture. social media because i'm over, over yeah that's my job i'm i'm over um full frame documentary film festival right. i'm over mm-hmm. all their social media stuff right so it's like whoever's over their social media is there is is their fault? Exactly. But they have to right exactly. exactly. But they ha- but it's it's yeah. it may not be his fault because well yes it's his fault but I yeah. don't think it was intentional right because he just took the pictures from a device then yeah. that's what Angie's told us on a, and that's the next the what, next what thing device? that we'll read his cell phone? they ba- <laughs> they, right they backloaded it they backloaded and had on there. Here's oh, a folder wow. with the Angie's Halloween contest pictures. Yeah. Upload them. But see, so, you still, because like I have to do the same thing for my job. You know, we have to actually, we actually look at what photos are coming up and everything. You still have to be over all that. Right. But exactly. if you're not that savvy, then you're not going to do it. If they somebody gives job, me a photo. <laughs> right. <laughs> my point exactly. But again, it's a mom yeah, and pop right. shop. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Their, their, their bread and butter is not from the internet. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? They have right. had families coming there for three generations. Races, exactly. So it's you a generation thing, man. If they're exactly. not, their shit's not the internet. Maybe it's sh- they gonna dust up now mm-hmm. and get the speed now, but it's not the internet. And, and while all this has been going on, okay, I mean, like I said, you know, Angie's put out the uh, first, uh, you know, first response apology. Okay, right. uh, then as the traffic start getting as huge as it was on Friday night, uh-huh. Angie's responded. Let it go, Keisha. Let it go. Angie's Let it go. Responded. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, they, they responded well. And like then, I said, yeah, we, but and then oh, sorry, sorry about that. Sorry no, no, about no, that. Go ahead. Okay, and then as it continued to grow, okay, we did get another response from Angie. Mm-hmm. Okay, you gonna read that? I, 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 be happy to. Well, what was the first response from Angie that was on our post? Is that what you're gonna read? Uh, no, no, no. Actually, this was the one that was actually sent directly to us before okay. it was posted Saturday. Okay. Evening. Well, okay. no, read the one that was on the post because that explains the whole batch loading. That one, yeah, that one exactly. explains. It's in there. And this was, the, and actually, this we, this was, you know, while everything was, you know, getting hot and heavy on Friday night. Right. Okay. Uh, this was from Angie's restaurant. Uh, you know, a, you know, response, you know, directly to the page. Okay. This photo was uh, batch uploaded to Facebook along with all of the other. Halloween contest photos. It was a stupid mistake, and we took it down and apologized as soon as we realized what had happened. To be clear, the woman in the photo is not the owner. She is someone who has purposely planned to wear the outfit, knowing full well what it meant. The woman has since deleted her Facebook account. Okay, and you know because you know when the photo came out, yeah, you know a lot of people on social media was making that assumption that this was it. it went from uh, from one post where I saw, hey, isn't that the waitress that we had the last time we were there? It went from there to 
uh, you know, to uh, no, it's the owner. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. It, the exactly. Viral, yeah. yeah. That. What happens when y'all all know viral, white though. folks? All white folks looking like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you have. Uh, so w- one of the things that that I want to talk about is you have a whole lot of people that are very uh, quick to rush to basically judge Angie's restaurant. You understand what I'm saying? And by all accounts, by all accounts, and and, and Tico can vouch for this because Tico has actually been to Angie several times and he knows uh, that it's kind of like a staple in the neighborhood, you understand exactly. what I'm saying? So, so you've been exactly. there. So it's like a it's a mom and pop staple. It's a mom and pop shop, man. You go in there, you get some good breakfast. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I mean, I've never had an ill thing happen to me because the waitresses they all call me sweetie. So you okay. know what I'm saying? Okay. And so I've never had. Did they an have issue. scrapple and liver pudding? Why are we on this scrapple, man? Well, you know, I don't, you know, scrapple because I'm from Philly and that's what you know. That's what we do, mm-hmm. you know, in Philly. Uh, scrapple, from North Carolina, and that's what we do. And I and pudding. I grew up in North Carolina, and I. So, bad liver pudding too all i know is the but, biscuits is thick <laughs> so listen um yeah. so so <laughs> my whole thing but yo rob i'm sorry we talk about angie's uh-huh. right but at the same token this is the same shit that denny's did remember that whole yeah, denny's shit now i still bad. haven't I, st- I i don't eat at denny's i haven't i, 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 denny's haven't, since. I haven't eaten there since nope. that whole incident you know what I'm saying? Because Remind I, me, because that me. was like a good 25 years yeah, ago, I think. Yes, it was. It was, yes, it was. They, they were just like treating their employees bad and, uh, you know. and They were treating black, black people bad. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like and you had was, to pay before you, before you, had to, was, before you got your food. And, and actually, all types of shit actually like if that. I remember correctly, it was a case uh, that happened in a Denny's outside of Washington, D.C., Okay. Yeah, yeah. And the the Not black chocolate yeah. city. Yep, and the black patrons that were uh you know that were involved, correct me if I'm wrong, Rob, didn't they work for the government? I'm I'm not sure. I think they work for the government. They brought a suit against Denny's and that's the reason why Denny's, you know, um, you know, Denny's settled, you know, Denny's you know, Denny's you know, Denny's tried to go into their, you know, diversity program exactly. and all Exactly. You know? So, you know, and it's like Before that. Before diversity so. was diversity. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, so yeah, we, we're we're trying to get through this and sort all this out because we again we have a very esteemed yeah, guest exactly, <laughs> that exactly, we got to get to, exactly, but we yeah. got to sort through all this. So so uh, when Angie's made that statement on our post, this is what I said. I said Angie's restaurant, fair enough. The only thing that we took issue with is that in your apology, which I commend you for, you cited cultural appropriation. This wasn't that. It was just racist, insensitive, and childish. I applaud you for your swift action to correct it from your end. This could have played out much worse. They did what they were supposed to do, right. in, in my opinion. As a business. As a business, they took swift action to correct this issue. This, but this based on a lot of a lot of the comments on that. Cause that 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 kind of that that original that we just read, the original response on our post. Would have been okay, a little bit okay, but people can't change in the eyes of the internet, especially. But see, okay, like people can't change. Like, so nobody gets to learn. Nobody gets to say. Um, a lot of times, black and white, we don't grow up around the 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 opposite race, right? Mm-hmm. We don't know the cultural ins and outs of of that race, and then when we step over that line. It's like you're forever over that line. You don't yeah. get to to learn and use it as a learn whatever that mishap is. 
you don't get to use that as a learning moment. That's just bullshit, actually, in my mind. But right, because because if you go, um, especially if you've liked our Facebook page, you'll be able to see this. Thank you. But for liking um, our Facebook page. Go ahead and thank like you, our thank you, thank you. like yeah. our Facebook page and follow us. You'll be able to see all of this stuff as it happens. But um, in the comments, and there are thousands of comments on this particular just on this one subject. There are there's a lot of willful ignorance and and people being willfully obtuse and on both sides Mm -hmm. not trying it's like everybody's got their fingers in their ears and they're not they're like la 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 they're not hearing the other side of the story and that's that's where a lot of stuff gets lost you know what i'm saying so like you said keisha angie's is not allowed to own up to this mistake and correct it they fucked up somebody got posted in blackface no fuck you forever you're wrong you know what I'm saying? You're racist. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm talking about them biscuits, though. But uh, my, my whole thing is, uh, like you said, a, a lot of people are confusing the owner with that particular young lady exactly. that actually right. did it. And yeah. it wasn't her. Oh, yeah. no. But then it tra- trickles down to, oh, well, why did they post a picture to begin with? And they're like, these are people who never, never owned a business, don't know how, what business acumen is don't know how to communicate outside of their own circle like they don't know the ins and outs of bringing like my job at straight to tape other than talking to y'all is to coordinate everything between five myself a woman Mm -hmm. and all these men right Mm -hmm. and it's hard (laughs) it's hard like shit falls through the cracks somebody doesn't read something so they over here and they're over there like it happens so open your ears and open your mind to the fact that you don't understand everything about the situation even if you have all the facts laid out laid out in front of you there's still a part of that operation behind the scenes that you just don't fucking understand Mm -hmm. it doesn't always mean that someone intentionally and that's why i say black people are super fucking sensitive nowadays and these are motherfuckers that are in these are millennials and after like down to my kids age that ain't never struggled a fucking day in their life they ain't never faced racism they've never been called nigga in their face but they ass is so overwoke overwoke overworked stop doing that fucking like y'all are supposed to be exactly y'all are supposed to be the generation that has the multicultural friend base and can bridge this fucking gap but y'all ruining that shit with your wokeyman the the fucking wokeymans showed up in full force on this post hard hard Hard, to to try to derail any type of constructive conversation and it makes me sick however it didn't end well it ended well It was a teaching moment, and Angie's used it as a learning moment and a teaching moment for the employees. Exactly. So she sent us a statement um, before she posted it to the internets. Internets, like it's more than one. Yeah, there are more than one. (laughs) (laughs) That says, hi, everyone. This is Angie of Angie's Restaurant. I first would like to say how sorry and truly heartbroken I am for the hurt I caused. I probably should have posted this sooner, but wanted to learn all the facts of the event first. That being said, I met with everyone who was there. We established clear guidelines for what we would allow in our establishment and the the offending patron 
has been informed of our zero tolerance policy for hate speech of any kind. Furthermore, myself, as well as my entire staff will be enrolled in education sensitivity training to ensure that atrocities never occur on our watch again. I have no way of knowing how far reaching this awfulness may be, but I invite anyone who would like to discuss this matter to do so in person or by phone. So she's giving, she's hit all. Exactly. She's hit all the points with that response. She's hit all the points within the first one was premature. Right. She right. didn't understand. She hadn't talked to anybody. Right. It was just like, ah, instant damage break. control. Right. Yeah. Instant damage control, which sometimes is a good thing. But if there are so many facts behind the scene, it's not a good thing. Right. Um, especially when it's local and the 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 viewers and criticizers are local. Mm-hmm. We probably know more than she does at right. that time. But you got to understand this, too, man. Like, like I say, if you haven't been to Angie's, it's just majority of us in there. Mm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you got your work, you got your, your 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 workers that come in in the morning and do their thing, you know, those but it's usually, you know what I'm saying, the early dudes, it's, it's older dudes, it's us in there. And I've like I said, I've never had an issue there. I've never seen anything ill, you know what I'm saying? Uh so But the first know. comment is fuck Angie's. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And see, my whole my whole thing is and, and and I'm glad that Tico has this this uh this this perspective because I'm a I'm gonna be a, a hundred you know percent with y'all. I haven't heard of Angie's until today. Exactly. No, 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 no. Until our post Friday night. Until right, right. you posted this mm-hmm. on our straight to tape page, I hadn't heard That's of Angie's my in my entire life. All this time. You understand what I'm saying? So as far as I'm concerned, you know what I mean. Being on this side and 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 like I said, Angie's hitting the actual owner, Angie herself, hitting us up in our inbox. She's covered all the bases. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I know, I, again, I know the wokey minds are going to be like, oh, you know, here we go. Black people are always so quick to forgive and all that type of bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yada, yada, yada. Again, y'all niggas ain't paying my bills, so fuck y'all. Yeah. <laughs> And the social media assassin uh, has, has, has assassin has yeah, spoken. Right as uh, where we going? You know, yo, did they have like beef tips and rice? Yeah, man. Look, right. let me tell you, yo. What's all I can tell you is that for some shit that we ain't talked about, we sure have talked about that shit. Ooh, Lord. Let's get to the meat. Let's get to the meat. <laughs> Let's get to the meat of Chris. Chris, Chris, Chris is the meat. But no, and I, Chris, you the meat. No, you know, you know. So we, you know, we're gonna transition off of this topic but uh i mean you saw some of it okay i mean just what were your thoughts man uh i guess man just being a um you know a social media coordinator uh-huh. you know for a company um you know i think the the responsibility was on that person who's over social media but i do i do like the response that angie's put mm-hmm. out you know they really took accountability on for it and said they want to start educating their their employees you know on you know on the subject matter so you know i have to tip my ass off to him you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah. majority of people wouldn't have done that it no. would took a while to even do that you know what i'm saying look the fact the, right. the fact that the very first response right. okay yeah i mean if any as much as anyone can criticize that first response the fact right. that the first response was so quick okay yeah. i mean that was one thing i kind of commended them it was yeah, yeah it was yeah. not the most informed response but it was still really quick yeah. and that right. and that just kind of bolsters what her second response like right. she knows where her bread and butter is and right. she knows the community she's community that she lives in and right. she wants 
to further this further the relationship or maintain the relationship right. so yeah you have to you have to read what people are doing like right. a lot of right. times like i <laughs> i told somebody today i don't see words like i don't hear words i hear actions exactly right. like i hear actions so if you say all you want to and plenty of people do it across everybody's life blah 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 blah. they just talk 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 and they don't do shit behind it so this here from angie's to me though they are words they are stated attainable measurable goals to make shit better and that's what we need and all the fucking wokeymons on the post and not trying to like and these ain't even the niggas that's going out and starting their own shit they ain't got shit they go to they go to work at a fucking call center every fucking day Damn. you know what I'm saying they go work at a call center every day but they want to be a Wokemon at home they're not fucking right. doing you're not you're talking all that shit on the internet but you're not building right. shit for the black community to be of and by and for the black community you work at a call center and then you come a fucking keyboard cowboy all fucking night long. Shut the fuck up. Like in my world, everybody, white, black, Asian, everybody is living together, working together. It is a mixed economy. It is a, a mixed society. And we all fucking eat. Yeah. We all, that's, that's where I am. I understand where I come from and the struggles that my people have made. And I can't wait to talk to Chris in two seconds mm-hmm. when I stop talking. But I cannot, it, it, it's possible it is possible, but it's not possible if y'all motherfuckers out there not doing shit to advance the economy of your culture and still talking about fuck the white man. You can't fuck the white man because you go to the call center every fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and here's the whole thing, and, and this is just to wrap it. Uh, this is the reason why we post that, okay? To have the conversation. Once again, you know, good or bad, okay, in order to advance, you know, as a people, as a collective, as a whole, we have to have those conversations and we have to be able to listen to what each person is saying, okay, so we can come listen, hear, ingest exactly, like not just hear, listen, hear, and ingest in action, yeah. You know, in 1986, Soul Man was one of my favorite movies. I love that movie, but I fucking love that movie. Soul Man. You remember the, he, he was yeah, doing the white yeah, guy who, yeah. who went and took the minority oh, yeah. grand yeah, painted yeah, himself yeah. black. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, C. Thomas Howell. Yeah. 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 And Ray Don Chong. Yeah. Uh, Ray Don Chong. Yes, yes. Oh, man. Yes. I loved her from Chariots of Fire. I mean, not Chariots of Fire. Um, uh, 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 what's the joint? The, the, no, no, the caveman. Quest for, for, Quest for, for fire. fire. Quest for yeah, fire. Quest for yeah, fire. Yeah, Quest for fire. Quest oh for yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, clamidites. Ladies and gentlemen, that's uh, what we ain't gonna talk about. Yep, we ain't gonna talk about it at all. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. <coughs> for now. For now. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, we have guest. Okay. Uh, once again, the uh, d- director of Wilmington on Fire, upcoming project Grandmaster, which I'm really looking forward to. Right. Uh, director Chris Everett. Chris, thank you for joining us still on Straight to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, well. Uh, yeah, we'll g- look glad to have you. Okay, and yeah, definitely going to build 
on right. you. However, okay, every time we have guests, all right, all right. Well, we always start the interview off the same way. Yes. Okay, so uh, it's what we like to call the straight to tape one hitter. All right. All right. Mm, straight to tape one minute hit. One minute hit, one hitter, one minute hit. Yeah, same yeah. thing. Same thing. Tomato, tomato. Potato, potato. Yeah, let's call the whole thing off key. <laughs> Chris. One is what is one thing that you are unapologetic about? Mm, I just say my blackness. Oh. Ow! Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of fits into the topic of right. the day, big time, big time. Uh, Chris, filmmaker. Uh, you know what inspired you, man? What what inspired you to get started? You know, in filmmaking. I would say, um, like, I kind of got started into filmmaking, I would say, about 2004. Okay. Um, but it was mostly in front of the camera. You know what I'm saying? I was mm. about I was about 100 pounds lighter back in those days, man. I was doing my whole modeling thing. And, Word? Yeah, you look up some old stuff, okay. man. I was, oh, yeah. How? Yeah, you know. Right quick, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Go, you see, yeah, go ahead, yeah, yeah, go ahead, you know, shirt off and everything. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I was doing the, uh, you, you know, the whole blanket, were you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was doing, you know, just the modeling and acting uh-huh. thing at first. Started off doing commercials. Did a couple of joints up in New York. And okay. Okay. A lot of independent projects in the South. Uh-huh. And um, so I decided in 2007 to move to Atlanta. Okay. That's what you know. All the action was really starting to bubble. The hub. It's right. The hub, this is before man. the hub, though. Okay. You know what I'm saying? This is like when it was first starting to pop. And a lot of stuff was going. I was getting a lot of auditions uh-huh. down that way. So I said, man, forget North Carolina. I'm going to go to the A. And, right, right. But I went down. It just didn't work out. Okay, and okay. so I just decided that, you know, I want to make my own projects, do my own thing. So that kind of led me to do my first um, film project, which was Wilmington on Fire. Wow. Yeah. 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 And I mean, trust me, that's, you know, that's been like major. OK. Yeah. Uh, Without giving it away. Yeah. Tell us about Wilmington on Fire. Yes. Well, Wilmington on Fire, I ain't want to give too much, but Wilmington on Fire is about the, um, it chronicles the 1898 Wilmington Massacre mm-hmm. um, that happened in Wilmington, on Fi- um, Wilmington, North Carolina on November 10th, 1898 in Wilmington, North Carolina. And if you're familiar with it, the Tulsa Massacre, um, the Rosewood Massacre, um, this massacre in Wilmington happened before those. It was pretty much the predecessor before those two um, massacres happened. And it was right here in North Carolina as well. And it really um, reshaped um, North Carolina history because after mm-hmm. that massacre, um, that pretty much led to the Jim Crow movement and era in North Carolina right after that happened. Right. And, so, and correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, if I'm, you know, if I'm quoting my North Carolina history correctly, yeah. at one time, Wilmington was the hub. Mm-hmm. Wilmington was the uh, was the go get it city yeah. of North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, back in those days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wilmington was the uh, it was North Carolina's largest city. Yeah. Um, it wasn't Raleigh or Charlotte. Uh, Wilmington was the spot to be because of the, the port the activity. Port. It yeah, was a port. City. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was really, you know, it was popping, man. Um, you know, black people were really thriving there. You had a, um, a strong black middle class there. And also um, the political arena was really um, right. it was welcoming yeah. to African-Americans we as well. Talked about this in a couple a couple yeah. shows ago, maybe last show. But it was 
more integrated than it was. Tulsa. It was supposed to have been. It was. It was pretty much what the new South was supposed to be. Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? This whole Reconstruction period, and it was supposed to have been what the new South was supposed to have been after the Civil War, when you had white and blacks working together. Yeah. Um, but you know, black people were holding their own as well. But you had a white supremacy movement mm-hmm. that really wanted to reverse all of that, and, and it that's was what, the, the first coup d'etat right in american pretty history. much in american history yeah where they actually overthrew the government and that's what the whole massacre is all about, fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's right yeah man wilmington's changed a lot man oh I mean, man even, it's, even, it's totally yeah even, it's changed. even now even now yeah. it, it, the, the um the hurt from that pain from back then has still has, still lasted it's, it's so still now lasted. in wilmington because my in-laws are there mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. now in wilmington there is a super high upper class black and then there is a lower class black. There's really no black middle, middle class class oh, right. in Wilmington that I've seen. Right. That I've seen. Like no like me. There's no me's in Wilmington. <laughs> like you just try the middle. You yeah. try the middle. You trying to get to the top. Right. You ain't at the bottom. Well, you know, pretty but much in- uh, income wise is what I'm saying. Right, income wise. Right. And you know, a lot of uh black folks in Wilmington have left because of that. Um, right. Because of the lack of opportunities, but you know, majority um, white people pretty much own and control everything yeah. in Wilmington. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times, when you look at the names mm-hmm. um, of the people who have all the wealth and resources in Wilmington, you can trace them back. To yeah, you'll trace them back to eighteen ninety eight. Trace them back to mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of their their ancestors. Oh, this shit pisses me fuck off. <laughs> right, Damn, it pisses me off. <laughs> <sighs> right. Yeah. I mean, you know, like even going into Wilmington, the uh, that supposedly sound barrier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's really exactly where the uh, you know blacks live. And right. you know, when you come into the city, right. they don't want you to see that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you bypass that, right. and then you go into the city. It's, you right. know, it's, just, it's a real bugged out situation. Man. It is. Yo, yeah. Chris. Yo, Chris. Take us through your journey. Yeah. Okay. Of the concept of doing you know bringing this right. to film right. okay and then finally getting it right. on film right. okay because right. you know you know we all in this room know as creators it's tough. okay how tough it is yeah. all right uh, you know talk about that right well, like I said, I was living in Atlanta during the time, and it was like 2000. I think I came up with the concept about 2010. Um, mm-hmm. It was a great film, great documentary. It's called Banished. Mm-hmm. It's by Marco Williams. Um, people can look it up. And he did a, a film called Banished, and it was about these three racial massacres that happened. I think it was two in Georgia, mm-hmm. and I think one in Alabama. And they were, they were great, man. It was like... It was next to like Rosewood, but he did a documentary for him about these three massacres that happened that we never even knew about. Mm. So I said, you know, I want to do something similar. Okay. And, you know, I was kind of familiar with the 1898 um, story, but not that, you know, informed all the way about it. Mm-hmm. But I saw that nobody actually did a documentary on it. And I said, what the hell? I'm going to try it. You Can know, I ask so, you right here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. With the whole Watchmen. Yeah, yeah. That premiered a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I've been in it because I'm a superhero fan yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But also a history fan. Like mm-hmm. I'm like all I watch is like old movies from the 50s and before right. documentaries and superhero shit. Like that's pretty much all I watch. Same, power. Yeah. But um, with the whole premiere of The Watchmen. Mm-hmm their first episode and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. on the show was the Tulsa massacre yeah and 
going through the comments because it, it was a, it was part of the news cycle for that week. It was because people did not know that this had happened in right. the United States. I'm like, where they been? But go where ahead. They, right? That's what I was like. Where you been? <laughs> right. But. A lot of people that lived and grew up in Tulsa had no idea that this See, happened. I, I went to Tulsa um, for a project. These these cats, they were actually going to do a TV show some years ago, mm-hmm. about five years ago. So they hired me to come with them to do mm-hmm. some research. Mm-hmm. And I don't see why they didn't know because when you go right to the district, the area, you got the mm-hmm. Tulsa Cultural Center right there. And then you got where, you know, the Greenwood District and they got the, the whole plaque there that talks about but it. But if so, the white people don't go there and they walk right past it or right. their parents pull them right past it same thing as the whole angie's thing they're like i didn't right. know blackface was a big deal right. well Man, where like, have you been like it, it's willful ignorance right. to a certain extent for children it's not yeah because they're not in control of anything right. that goes on in their lives right. and then they grow up and they might stay in right. tulsa till right. they're 18 and right. then they move away right. you know what i'm saying so they never get to grasp right. the the bravity of what the fuck happened in their city right. it's like living in new york city and never going to the statue of liberty right I lived in D.C. for a long time. I, I, I mean, was, for real, I got your family. Right. I live in New York City and never been to the Statue of Liberty. Listen, I was born in Washington, D.C., in the city. I, I lived there until I was four, moved down here, and then I moved back and I lived in Fairfax County, which is 10, 15 minutes outside of the city, for three or four, three years. And I, I've never been to the like any of those monuments. I've never been to any of those right. monuments because it's just right. like I went to shit that interests me or interests my kids or I mean, I mean, served a-, a purpose for the moment. Like I never made an effort to go to the obelisk or the Lincoln Memorial or I've been to Haynes right. Point because my aunt took me there when I was really yeah. little. But that that ain't got nothing to do with black history. But <laughs> still, I mean, I went to the museums, but there are certain things that I just I didn't avoid I them. They just yeah. weren't part of my yeah trick in life and it's like that in wilmington too where Uh you had like you know before we dropped the film you know some people you know you had people that heard about it Mm -hmm. but i think the film really shows you the ins and outs and they didn't real people didn't realize the i guess the the whole thing that happened um in and out you know the are there monuments to the massacre in wilmington right now like what you mean like memorial type thing because i like they got they got one memorial they got a memorial they actually going to be um, unveiling a plaque this coming Friday at twelve o'clock, okay, right okay. there. You know where the uh, the Wilmington Light Infantry Building uh-huh, is. Yeah. Um, they're going to actually a friend of mine. He actually pushed for the past couple of years for them to actually um, the North Carolina Historical Markers people. So what's so the count? Put, the, what's the count? Because in Tulsa, there's there's really yeah no count of the. It's not really it's not really a, a, an mm-hmm. official count for um for Wilmington either. You know because. Mm-hmm. With the newspapers back then, they were a part of it, you know, with the propaganda campaign. Yeah, of so a lot of them, when you look at the old newspapers, they actually said that black people started, you know, and that, you know, a black person shot a person, shot a white person. And then this race riot happened. And so we had to pretty much put down this Negro problem. And they would say that six people got shot, you know. So when you look at everything the the totality of everything it looks like it's about maybe 60 to 80 that were killed but we know that a lot of people left wilmington 
after that. You know, it was a, like a mass exodus because when you look at the the different city directories from 1897 to about 1900, mm-hmm. you see that the black population was cut in half. Mm-hmm. So it was. So a were major... you part of the research in the documentary, or yeah, I did. I did yeah. research. Plus, I had a lot of researchers. The that white, actually, the white dude. Oh yeah, the, Kent, the my older... man, Kent. Yeah, yeah you got. Yeah, yeah, that's my man. He he gonna be back for part two as well. He got some heat okay. as well. Yes, he got some I'm new gonna, stuff. But, yeah, um, he did a lot. He did. Yeah, a lot. he's 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 yeah. been. Um, the people that I had with this project, they actually all of them contributed to the actual um, 1898 Race Riot Commission report mm-hmm. okay. that the state okay. did back in 2006. So mm-hmm. we had Kent. He contributed. Professor Sandy Darity that a lot of people know about with the whole reparations movement. You know, he did um, the actual economic impact mm-hmm. aspect of the report. He's in the film. Larry Thomas, who's an activist, he's pretty much known as Mr. 1898. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right, he's like one of the only ones that's been on this issue for since the 70s. Yeah, and, I, and know, I, I say this now yeah. and I say it again. Black people had shit until white people burned it down. Right, right. We also so the had economic uh, impact. Yeah. I don't even know how you measure that. Right. But right. like we don't have fourth right. generation masons because right. if we had a good masonry business, right. it would have got burned down. Right. And yeah. you know, we and we have some of those direct descendants as well. Like we right. have the the uh the grandson of Alex Manley. Um his grandfather had the the only black owned newspaper in the town. We have right. his grandson in the film. We also have the great granddaughter of um, Thomas C. Miller. Mm-hmm. Thomas C. Miller was one of the wealthiest um, black men in the town. He had the only um, pawn shop in town. He was also a uh, realtor and financier as oh, well. He had pawn shops back then. Yeah, he had the only pawn shop in town oh, wow. back then. Huh. Yeah, he was a financier as well. He, he loaned money to white and black folks. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have his great granddaughter in the film as yeah, well. Yeah, the, the economy in Wilmington, based on the documentary, was so integrated. Like it wasn't it was. black and white. It was right. right. Tom Smith owned this business right. and Bobby Joe Jenkins owned this right. business and we right. all patronize all right. of those and, businesses. And you had also you had black people that you Except know for hair places. <laughs> you also had black people that, you know, that had some money that they had like white maids and butlers mm. as well. Mm. So it was like you said, it was that integrated type society. And you know, you know, white folks right. some white folks couldn't stand that. So that's why they had to do this massacre. And okay, so we, look, with you bringing this to film, yeah. bringing this to the masses, okay, uh, and I mean, look, I just want to hear why do you feel, right. okay, personally, why do you feel that it is important for for you to share this story, right. not just to the Af- African American community, right. but to the in community as a whole? Well, I think, man, you know, we, you have to know where you come from, mm-hmm. yeah, and we also have to know the mistakes we've made as a country as well. Um, that's really why I wanted to do this to mm-hmm. really, you know, not only educate, you know, our people, but also everyone as well about how we, we, we started our own businesses. We, we pulled ourselves up from the bootstraps and everything that they say we should do. And then when we do it, you know, things like this happen. You know what I'm saying? Where And it's like you see why we're in the position where we're in today. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why I think reparations is definitely needed and, and, and is old. Um, but so, but Speaking the majority of, of the people that come to my screenings are all white folks. Speaking of reparations, yeah. okay, how did you feel? Right. How did you feel when the discussion of reparations, right. uh, you know, was occurring in Congress mm-hmm. this summer and this film was mentioned? Oh, that was crazy. You know, I was, like I said, I was at home. Um, the lady um, that mentioned it during the reparations hearing, um, Dr. Julianne yeah, Malvo. Yeah. yeah, she actually saw the film earlier this year and she okay. loved it. But I didn't know she was going to be on the panel. 
So I was just at home, man, you know, just, you know, just hanging out uh-huh. on my lunch and just chilling. Just, you know, the whole world was streaming because on all the major networks, you know, it was a big deal. And I saw her up there talking and she was talking about, you know, what happened in Wilmington. Mm-hmm. And she just urged people to watch Wilmington on fire. And as soon as that happened, man, like everyone's tagging me on mm-hmm. social media. You know, the sales, the digital sales and DVD sales just was crazy. Yeah. And that was a good month. But what are your thoughts on re- reparations? Like yeah. how, in your mind, how should or yeah. would they occur to, for the betterment? Right. The thing is, you know, like um, Professor Sandy Darity, you know, I, always, I leave that to really him. He's really like the leading authority on this thing. You know, he's been doing it, studying it and breaking it down for the past mm-hmm. 30 years. And, you know, his whole thing is, you know, reparations are old, but there needs to be a, a structure in place. And, you know, he has all these reports and, and um, you know, plans out there. And I think we really need to rock with what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have him in the film. And we're actually, me and him, we're actually thinking about doing a documentary on reparations and, and going really okay. d- deep into it. Okay. So we've been about talking about it. Every other... Like we, we we talking about every, it all. Every all other culture has yeah, has, we, we, gonna, race, going has in, received reparations. Yeah, we're we going we're going to deal with everything. You yeah. know, we're going to show you know why it's needed. You know, and how to do it the whole nine. You know, what I'm saying so. We've been talking for about a year about doing it, yeah. and I think he has his book. He about to drop his book. I think in about February as well about reparations. Yeah. Uh, be kind of weird to do it to these millennials right now because they'll probably do it for like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Probably do it for like a half an acre and fucking damn... A Starbucks two, gift card. Two, yeah, exactly, yeah. and a Starbucks gift card or some shit. Uh, or, 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 you know, or, you know or, or, or free data from right. Apple or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free yeah. Apple data. Yeah. And free free yeah. Apple phones for yeah. life. Yeah, exactly. Like, you get an upgrade. As soon as it come out, you get a new oh, phone. Man. Get land, black young ones. Get land, black young ones. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so going just going back to the filmmaking right. aspect real quick. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh I know it wasn't as easy as going ahead and putting this all together. Nah. Uh you know, let's go ahead and you know, let's go ahead and put this on film. Right. Let's go ahead and edit it and put it out, okay? Right. Yo, talk about that struggle, man. That oh struggle, man, it was a big man, it was a big sacrifice cuz right uh-huh. when I was ready to film, start filming. Uh-huh. I got laid off from my job. Ooh. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Ooh. I got laid right off of my job, right? I think like a month before I was about to start filming in Atlanta. All right. So I said, you know what? I'm going to move back to North Carolina. I convinced my grandparents uh-huh. um, to let me stay with them rent-free. My Ooh. grandfather, he didn't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> you know, you know, because I, you know, I was raised by my grandparents. Yeah. They're from the old school. They're like, man, you need to get a job. Right. Leave this film, art stuff alone. Right, right, right. Get you a job. Oh, you you know, can't hear all these cameras and stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, you know, so but my grandmother, you know, she believed in me. She always, you know, thought I should be doing stuff like this. So, mm-hmm. you know, she convinced them to let me stay and do what I need to do. And so that's how we got it, man. In I your use room with yeah. wood panels in the back of the house, right? <laughs> so hot water heater. <laughs> so you know, I pretty much man use my savings and uh-huh. stuff like that to get this thing going. And luckily, I was able save to save. Um, black people save. You never yeah. know what's going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. Save and your you money need, yeah. or what you need it for. Yeah, and right, it's like it's right. like and it's like you know you have to bet on yourself. Exactly. And that's what I did. You know, I felt like I had nothing to lose. So you know, I, I wasn't married. I had no kids. I said, mm-hmm. forget it, man. I'm gonna go all in. Ain't this. <laughs> <laughs> and black folks, you all know we all know right. how we do with that. Right. So, hey, hey, right. I, I get you when I get you. Right, yeah. right. So I said, you know what? Exactly. So I said, you know what? I might as well go all out with this, man. So when I did it, 
you know, I was able to link up with with, with talented individuals uh-huh. early um, in their careers um, by one guy, um, Isaiah Dante Lee. He's like a big time DP now, but okay, he was, okay. you know, I met him right when he graduated high school. Man, he does a lot of DP work now. Man, he does okay. the um, he's the DP for the uh, that new Boomerang. Um, TV show, oh, okay, B- BT, okay, yeah. okay, okay. He's DP for that. He's done a whole bunch of stuff. He does like a lot of J Cole music videos, you know. So, but so I was able to J. tap Cole. into, <laughs> yeah, I was able to tap into a lot of talent early, okay. you know, with this project. You know, when people just were just trying to get started and doing stuff. So everyone was willing to work for cheap mm-hmm. and really wanted to just tell the story because we felt like it was important to do it. And so we just you know put all our resources together, man. And luckily, I was able to shoot everything. But mm-hmm. then I came into the the problem of okay, what about post production funds? Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, I ran yeah. out of money, yeah, yeah. so just trying to figure that out. And out the blue, the business manager of an NBA player hits me up, mm. um, David West. Okay, he, uh, yeah, 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 D yeah. West, who just so happens to be from Garner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He um he oh, actually oh, had his. <laughs> He's a cool dude. Yeah. He, um, you know, he. If people aren't familiar with him, he's a retired NBA player. He played with the New Orleans Hornets, then the Indiana Pacers, then the San Antonio Spurs, mm-hmm. and won two championships with the Golden State Warriors. But um, his business manager reached out because they. He was actually following the film for a couple of years. Okay, and I was okay. like, man, what's this dude following me for? You know, I'm just a dude from Laurenburg, just doing a little <laughs> project. But he he actually wanted a DVD. He thought the film was done because he's really into Black history, Black culture. And I said, well, the, the film's not done, but I'll let you guys know when it is, and I'll send you a copy. I said, well, how much do you need to, to get this thing done? Mm-hmm. And then I told him. One that, million dollars. <laughs> nah, <I ain't> <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we just went back and forth, man. And then when um, David and them, they came to, to play, you know, in Charlotte, mm-hmm. you know, they, they invited me up, you know, gave me some great seats, watched the game. Then I chopped it up with David afterwards, and he said, yo, I want to give you this money to finish this thing. And I want to do a partnership mm-hmm. with you, and that's how it happened, and that's yeah. how I was able to finish it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. look. So you never know who's watching out here. That's I'm a true believer in everything will line up as it should be. Right. And as I look back at events on my life, and even things that have happened with our podcast, yeah. like shit just lines up if yeah. it's supposed to be that way. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, it's not like I don't have fight in me to push things forward, but that's yeah. all part of the journey, right? Yeah. So we start on the road. And we're going down the road, and there are adversities, and we hop over those like hurdles. And then there's a hurdle as big as a wall, and then something comes along, and it just crumbles that wall down. And that that lets me know, figuratively, that shit is meant to be right. exactly. like it is. That's right, black people. God help those who help themselves. Exactly. Right. <laughs> you, yeah, now I just noticed uh, uh, you mentioned two. Yeah, yeah, we're on. We've been filming uh, Wilmington on Fire Two for about a year now, and it's pretty much going to pick up, you know, where we left off. And it's mostly about, you know, what happened to those African Americans who, who had to leave Wilmington. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying, what, you know, what were their lives like afterwards, and also, you know, the lives of of their grandchildren, great grandchildren, and also Wilmington today. You know, those lasting effects, and also some of the people that are in Wilmington who are trying to. I guess reverse those effects. So we're trying to do things in the community to try to right those wrongs. So it's really just to close it all out. Now, uh, Wilmington on Fire, of course, is not your only project. Nah. Okay. And uh, I got hip to one of your projects that I really look. I'm really interested in. Okay? Right. Uh, 
Grandmaster. Thank you yeah. so much. Yes. I appreciate that. Look, I, yes. Me and Chris tried to keep that under wraps about my about my skills, about how you know what I'm saying. So I'm just trying to keep that in the um in the wraps. Rob, throw you know some that at so, him right now. I wanna, Do we have any I tried, answers? you know, we, we we kept this on the wraps for a long period of time. Shut right. the fuck up. I just want you to Shut know. Shut the fuck up. I started my I started Shut real up. young. I started real young at the age of you know what I'm saying in the womb. I was kicking in the womb. You know what I'm saying. I, I was already so I was, right now. I was already Damn. there. Damn. You know. I came out my mom the doctor smacked me and I smacked him back. Right. You know what I mean? It all started right then and there. You know what I'm saying? I knew that I was going to be the one. Right. And, Anyhow, you know, Chris, tell yeah. us about Grandmaster, please. Don't don't listen to Tika. Just put up a wall right here. Yeah, yeah you know, well, Grandmaster, it's a it's a documentary. We've been filming for about two years, and uh, we're about eighty percent done. Um, he actually has a um, a seminar coming up soon that we're going to do some filming at. But Grandmaster, it's a documentary. Mm-hmm. It's about Vic Moore. He's a martial arts pioneer from the from the '60s, uh-huh. and he's one of the first um, professional, um, you know, black professional karate champions in the United States. Um, he's a pioneer, like I said, from the '60s. Uh-huh. His teacher was the guy who they consider the the father of American karate, okay. Robert Trias, right. and oh, he okay. and he worked his way up, you know, through his organization, and became one of his chief instructors as well. Um, it's it's a, some controversy uh-huh. with Grandmaster Vic Moore. With uh, the whole, I was about to yeah, ask you, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, is it true? Right, is it true that he kicked Bruce Lee's ass? Is Man, true? I can't say that. Um, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to say yes or no. You got to wait till the film uh-huh. drops. Uh-huh. But the thing is, man, you know, they did a speed competition back in 19, I think 67 or 69. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it was a competition of speed. It was at the um, the Long Beach Internationals in California uh-huh. where Bruce Lee came in town. He was the big, you know, star yeah. back then. And he was doing like different techniques and stuff like that. So he wanted to do a, comp- you know, a thing of speed. So they had Vic Moore come up. And so Vic Moore was supposed to block his punch, uh-huh. you know. So you see the footage that's out there. You know, anybody can see this stuff. You know, you can go to YouTube and type it in. And, you know, it shows, you know, Vic trying to block the, the punch. But, uh-huh. you know, from the footage, it looks like he doesn't do it. But, you know, Vic and the other people that were there saying that it was more footage that was there and that um that Vic actually did block, you know, the punches. So it's it's always mm-hmm. been a controversy, man. I always tell him, like, look, man, your your history and legacy stands on its own. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of martial artists don't really consider Bruce Lee like they don't look at him like that because he never competed again in tournament. You know, Chuck Norris did. He actually competed against some of the top martial arts in tournaments. And you Bruce know, you know cut you off, Chris. But yeah. you know, I've always had this debate. Right. Like you know, we've we've seen the movie with Bruce Lee versus yeah, Chuck movie. Norris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we know that's a movie. That's movie. Now I've and always Chuck told I've always told cats like yo, that was so bad. That was way of the drag. Yeah, way of the drag. Now what I'm trying to say is, and 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 I get heat for this. I get heat for this. Right, Chuck Norris right. would have whooped Bruce Lee's ass. Chuck Norris, he was the man. Been, you know what I'm saying? He, was, he, was he would have been on some real competition right. type right. shit. Right. He would have took an L. Because Vic Moore, Vic Moore fought against Chuck Norris. He, he lost a couple times. Vic Moore, yeah. he, he he praises Chuck Norris, man. We even see in the trailer picture of uh-huh. Vic and Chuck together. Yeah. Um, that was after a match. But Vic has the the utmost respect for Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris was a bad dude in yeah, the ring, man. man. You don't, know that. See, and don't that's let that damn Texas exactly. Walker Ranger shit fool your <laughs> exactly. ass, yo. <laughs> exactly. But see, that's see, I had to learn that, man. Just doing this project, I learned so much because you know I was still in the in the mindset of being a kid and watching right, 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 all the right. martial arts films. You know what I'm saying? Right. 
right. And I was like, hold on, man, that, that's movies. <laughs> yeah, that's movies. what these dudes yeah, yeah. did. You know, real competition. And exactly. Bruce Lee never did that. You know, I can't. You can't, you can't take nothing away from Bruce. Oh, Lee. don't get it twisted. Because yeah. he really he he opened the door and got a lot of cats was able to get money right. because of those karate films and stuff. You know, a lot exactly. of cats was able because before. Bruce Lee, you know, people with karate schools didn't make no money like that. It, you know, they had they, they took the kids from from when they were mad young right. and t- taught them alpha, um, uh, acrobatics and, right. and acrobatics and, and and sword plays and all that other stuff right. like that. So it was all show right. and choreographed. Right. Yeah, but like when you get in between, when you get on them four squares, bro, right. it's a whole another it's another ball game, You're yo. Right. It's right. another brawl game, yo. You're right. So right. yeah, man. Yeah. So that's that's what the film is about. You know, it's like. It's not only about his history and his contribution to the sport of karate, but also he's working with these two young guys, man. On okay. um, this one guy in Kinston, um, he's mentally challenged. But Vic Moore been working with him for about five years, so we've okay. been following that progression. Wow. And karate has done so much for this young guy, man. He's like one of the top workers at his job now. He's winning tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, we recorded like when he first got his black belt. It was a very touching moment, man. Grandmaster Moore just broke down crying because wow. he's from the old school, man. If you get a belt from him, you went through hell and back because, you know, back in his day, and he still teaches this day, uh-huh. you just can't just get a belt. You know, you got to really grind and earn it as well. So you know, a lot of people don't get those black belts from him. So if you get it, you really put in the blood, sweat, and tears and the time to get it. And so we've been following all mm-hmm. of this stuff, man. It's been a – I've learned a lot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? The past yeah. couple of years, you know, and, just and, filming this. And you do have a trailer out. Yeah, yeah. That, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. People can go on Facebook, man. Grandmaster. They can see, like, the first trailer, you know, for it. You know, we just put it out. We put it out on his birthday, actually. Right. Like, last right. month to just, you know, give him a shout out and everything. And he also has a um, a seminar coming up in Lumberton uh-huh. at um, the Thunder Zone Karate Studio in Lumberton, November 16th, actually. And he does, it's like an annual seminar. Mm-hmm. It's like a seminar plus Thanksgiving dinner where he has all these martial artists come from around the country. You know, they're trying to get their, you know, next level, you know, in karate, their next belts or degrees, whatever. And it's just a cool thing, man, seeing all these guys come together and then also break bread with each other as well. Uh, right. Yo, yeah. yo, Grandmaster got to be the dopest because, you know, by that time, everybody was Kung Fu fight. <laughs> Tico, shut up! No, for real, everybody was kung fu fight. Hey, man, were they fast as lightning? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! I hate you. And seeing some of this archival <laughs> stuff, man, like gathering a lot of archival stuff. I know one video we found of, uh, uh-huh. and uh, I know Grandmaster Moore. I seen some photos, but I never actually saw the video until we found it. Luckily, uh-huh. and it's him, man. This one guy's laying down. I'll send you the, the footage. One guy laying down on like a table type thing, uh-huh. and Grandmaster Moore put like a potato on his neck. And he has oh, a sword. Potato? Yeah, a piece of a potato on his neck. Yeah. And Grandmaster Moore, you see him, got the sword, and he chops a piece of it off without even hitting him. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And then he puts the rest of it on his stomach and then chops it like in three places. We're like, wow. wow. Yeah. And we got the footage of it. And um, I seen photos of uh, it. And then I showed him. He's like, man. He said, where did you find this from? He said, man, it's a long time ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it was, it's crazy, man, seeing uh, the, this old footage of him doing these type of things, man. It's just, how, do you, how, do you, how do you do that? I mean, do people like voluntarily just be like, hey, you know what? I got some old footage here. Or I mean, how do, how do you like go out and dig like that, <laughs> it's man? It's tough, man. You got to like. Because I'm still trying to find space giants on, 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 on the fire stick and I can't find it. So man, please, by all means, man, let me know. 
uh, constantly getting on the internet. <laughs> also, we work with a uh, we have an archival person that we have to pay uh-huh. like a ass load of money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to do these things too. So they go on there, man. They hit up like different, you know, other martial artists from that era too. Because like a lot of times, a lot of those older martial artists during that era, they kept stuff too. Right. And they were, you know, they they had photos. Some of them were photographers as well and videographers. So they kept a lot of stuff. So, but a lot of these guys are dying off. So you have right, to hurry right. up yeah, and hurry get, up get up with them. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times they'll die, then their family they don't realize. You know the the value, the stuff they have. They'll just right. auction the stuff off or just have a yard sale or just yeah. throw it out. Families you never know? do. Right. They never do. Right. You know? yeah. Uh, yo, what else you got bubbling in the laboratory, my man? Oh man, we got a lot, man. Like you know, not only do we, you know, I make films. We actually, you know, we acquire, you know, films uh-huh. as well. You know, I'm trying to do my Byron Allen, you know, type thing. I've been doing yeah, that for the past couple yeah. of years. So, um, you know, we acquire, you know, we distribute Wilmington on Fire. You mm-hmm. know, so we do all that. We do wholesale distribution. We're like 30 stores mm-hmm. um, throughout the United States. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and we do licensing through colleges and we do screenings and all that good stuff. So we do that for like a lot of the projects that we have, you know. So we got Wilmington on Fire. We have uh, also, I think I was telling you guys about Whiteface. Whiteface, yeah. yeah. It's a film we acquired um, last year. Um, it's a short, uh, narrative short. It's about um, this guy who pretty much is just fed up with the black race uh-huh. and just hates his own skin. And he's like an actor and he feels like he needs to become a white man to succeed in life. Mm-hmm. But he sees that it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things. Of, yeah, he's like a big Tom, man. This dude, he's a great actor, too. Um, M. Tume Gant, who mm-hmm. actually directs the film and stars as the guy. Okay. You know, he's a great. He does it well playing being like a straight Tom you know what I'm saying so it was but, like uh, reverse watermelon man right yeah. <laughs> but the, the film has a lot of you know messages you know mm-hmm. good messages and you know we wanted to get behind it and support it so you know we distribute that with certain um um, museums and stuff like that, cultural yeah, centers. It's good to know, man, because yeah. I got a story I'm writing on. It's, you know, it's the story of John Henry. Shut up, Tico. <laughs> Shut up, Tico. And uh, now, look, look before he right. before he even we'll goes we'll before, before he even goes down that route. All right. Okay. All right. Now, when that's you, all I'm gonna yeah, say. Yeah, when you leave here, I want mm-hmm. you to check our archives, check his John Henry story. Right, I'm gonna check it out, and, and then look, just leave it at that. You all might right. even want to put it out your memory. Okay? All right. <laughs> But yeah, outside of that one, we also have another film called "As an Act of Protest." Okay. It's a, um, it's a, an underground film. It was from like 2001, so mm. we actually acquired it a couple of years ago as well, and we're finally going to put it out on DVD in okay. February. But we've been doing screenings for the past couple of years. Um, we also actually got um, accepted into a couple of. Um, premiere film archives Ooh, one nice, in Paris nice. and one in Cuba as well so they're going to do up? a little rollout next year for us for that so those are the things I also do as well a lot of people just know me just for Wilmington on Fire yeah. and that's it it's like people don't really care about Grandmaster like that or the other stuff that I'm doing bro, you know bro, oh, it all yeah. comes to you though exactly <laughs> look, come, dog. look look yeah. look, look. And, and if you think everyone cares about Wilmington right, on Fire right. uh, trust me I care about Wilmington on Fire oh yeah however, yeah yeah it's cool however I have a huge interest in Grandmaster. That's good. Yeah, Most front. definitely. That's yeah, good. Front, okay? Cool, cool. Uh, and, okay, the difference right. between the documentary route right. and the fiction route. Right. The mindset. Ah, oh, man, it's just like, 
you know, at the end of the day, you know, um, I didn't, I never thought I can actually, you know, have a business doing this. Uh -huh. um, like I said, Wilmington on Fire was just, you know, a film I wanted to do and really felt like it was important to tell the story, you know. But once we put it out and was making some real money with it, uh -huh. I was like, man, I can actually, I think this is what I really need to do business-wise. And like I said, you know, seeing people like Byron Allen and other people, Tyler Perry, you know, really creating a business around their products and in their films and their you know their properties and stuff like that so i said i, I think i can do this yeah. um so that's what you know kind of you know the, the the path where where i'm on right now you know of ownership and and also just doing wilmington on fire and seeing us being you know black business owners mm -hmm. as well that's always inspired me too of seeing what our people have done over the years despite of racism and stuff like that in those adversities we always managed to still create and try to seek out ownership as well right Yo, yeah let, let the folks know where uh they can next Right. Catch Wilmington on fire. Uh, well, if you're in the Raleigh Durham area, we got a screening coming up November seventh, seven o'clock at Provident eighteen ninety eight. That's the old North Carolina Mutual Insurance mm -hmm. Building downtown Durham, North Carolina. It's at seven o'clock. It's sold out, but you know, still don't let that stop you. You know, <laughs> saying come down because you know somebody might not show up. Right. So we'll get a seat for you. You know, it's going to be. I'll be there. Also, one of the um. The historians from the film will be there as well. We're going to do a Q and A together. And where can you know where can our folks reach out to you and see you and see Chris Everett and what you do? Oh man, just um, just see me on um, on social media, man. Speller Street Films, Speller Street Films on social media, on Facebook and Instagram. They can also, if they can't come to the screening uh, November seventh, they can always purchase Wilmington on Fire online. WilmingtonOnFire.com, WilmingtonOnFire.com. Get the DVD, digital download, and everything. Ladies and gentlemen, Christopher Everett. Bruh, thank you for coming through, man. Uh, thank you. Yes, thank sir. You yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. I always like building, bro. And, uh, yo, doors open, okay? Cool, so cool. Doors open to the church. <laughs> doors open, you know, whenever you want to come through, whenever you want, you know, when, uh, when you have projects ready to drop. Yo, mm -hmm. man, just slide through. Doors oh, I got, open. oh, man, I got one more project yeah, I got yeah, to plug. Yeah, 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 plug it, plug yeah, it. Yeah, because, um, like I said, I got so many things I'm working on. Uh -huh. <laughs> but um, it's another film, um, Brother Out of Durham, uh -huh. North Carolina, my man Ricky Kelly. Um, I executive produced his documentary. It's out uh -huh. on Amazon, iTunes right now. Okay. It's called Black Beach, White Beach. Mm. It's about oh, the two bike weeks. I heard about Yeah, that. I'm I executive producer. Actually, actually, yeah. actually, a friend of the show's uh, Dink Kearney yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dink, talked yeah. about that on his yeah. Uh, radio yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a, yeah. an executive producer of okay, that. Okay, okay. So that's out now. Check it out on Amazon. It's on Amazon. Amazon. We got a distribution deal last year with that. Nice, so it's nice. on Amazon, iTunes right now. Check it out. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Christopher Everett. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for coming through Thanks. and joining us on Straight to Take. Yo, Tico. Yes. Do you have anything weird for us? I do. Is it drug related this time? Matter of fact, it is. Oh, damn. See, here we go. Now we're getting with this, yo. Here we go. Well, dig this. Okay. If you must. And use your index finger. Because this one right here, you're going to have to go deep for. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What you, what you got, man? 
Cannabis was retrieved from a man's nose in 18 years after he had tried to smuggle it into prison. 18 years? Yeah, like child support, 18 years. She had, he had that fucking weed in his nose for 18 years. Who puts weed in their nose, though? Go figure. This is what happened. Young man knew he was going to prison. He said, you know what? Before 18 I, years ago? Yeah. He said, yo, if I'm going to do this time, I'm going to get high as fuck. So he had got him some fire, and when they locked him up, he stuck some he stuck a nugget up his nose. Okay. To smuggle it through. Evidently must have had a good time and forgot that he had had weed in his motherfucking nose and just fucking forgot it's been there for eighteen years. He's had sinus problems and couldn't understand why. <laughs> <laughs> what the whole fuck? <laughs> so so I get taking this nugget and sticking it in your nose. Now he now he, had, he put it in a little piece of balloon and he stuck it up his nose. Right? Now, 18 years, that had to have been some fire. Cause that shit right there has been pertinating, just been just been fucking just, just sitting there, dog. In his nose. In his fucking nose. For 18 fucking years. 18 years. He put it in his right nostril and totally forgot about it. But who, I mean, if they got it out, would he, would you smoke it? You know what? If it's he, been in my nose for 18 years, you know what I'm saying? Every day, no, no, no. If it's been in my nose, I would smoke it. Oh, but yeah. would you smoke it as like his boy? Like, yo, nigga, this, if this it came, like, if, like If it came out your nose, like, yo, man, I had this nugget in my nose for 18 years. Right, let's, yeah. Let's, let's smoke let's it. This. Let's get it. I had to see you roll it because if it was like sticky, I wouldn't. But if it, if it crumbled, but <laughs> I'm kind of mad that I'm kind of mad yeah. that when she first asked, there was a long, long pregnant pause. pause. Long pregnant pause. Like, however, however. we should have been like hell no, but niggas was like, mm. I mean, dude, for real, I have picked up weed from carpet. You know what I'm saying? I have have I have smoked. You know what I'm saying? Carpet and <laughs> carpet fibers, <laughs> carpet yeah. fibers, and then you know what I'm saying, all types of stuff. But but yeah. at the same time, okay, if you locked up, okay, if this comes out your nose after 18 years, no, wait, 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 how did, how did, yeah, how, how, did, did, how, how did, did, how did it, how did it, uh, well, reappear? He kept, did, he kept, did, he kept did, having um, sinus infections mm-hmm. and couldn't understand what was going on. So you know, you know, doctors in prison they were like, got sinus infection, take this, take this, take this. But it got really, really bad. Mm-hmm. And so they took an x-ray. And they said, yo, man, you got something stuck up in your fucking nose. He's like, oh, damn, yeah. <laughs> Boom. Fucking All of a sudden, wow. years ago, I and then they pulled, it, yeah, they, they pulled this fucking nugget out of his nose, still in the fucking damn balloon. You know what I'm saying? But I guess, you know what I'm saying? Yo. Yeah, they took the helmet and smoked it. The doctors took the helmet Yeah, because I was going to say, he never got a chance to enjoy it. Mm-mm. Nah. Ever. Nah, ever. 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 I, I, my thing is this. <laughs> what was that fun time in prison Then when you got in that you said you totally forgot that you had fucking, fucking weed in your nose? Like... It was at like the point where like he walks through the door and I'm like, "Yo, Rob, what's popping, dude? <laughs> Barry, oh my God, you're here, Chris. Yo, let's play some fucking jingles, some shit. You know what I'm saying? And then we fucking damn, you just, we just have a good damn time right. playing cars and basketball. And I just totally forget that I got a what 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 fun part of in his prison. life in prison, in prison, in prison." That made him say, you know what? I totally forgot that this shit was in my fucking notes. 
Wow. Yeah, I still think it was more the fact that he went in and it was like, oh, fuck, I'm in prison. And he might have forgotten that shit was in his nose. Yeah, he might have he also had psychological issues that yeah, led him to not get stabbed yeah. right off yeah, the yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, yo. yo you, I'm sticking yo, something yo, in my orifice. So I'm going to know yo, something is there. Or a uh, cellmate asked him for some chum chum and then he just completely forgot he had that shit up his nose. I don't so. want to do this with well, you guys. He could have ran into the dude that was like, look, I like you. <laughs> And I want you. I don't want to do yeah, it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to do this with you guys. And we can do, do this the easy way or the hard way. I be like, look here, dude. I got a nugget. I got some. I got. I got some killer in my nose. Let's let's make a compromise. Oh no no no. We don't want to. No 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 no. No, because no, trust me, he ain't want nobody were, going after that nugget if it was that far up. And if he would have made the compromise and they would have sat there enjoyed that, guess what? His cellmate still would have asked him for some chum chum. Uh, yeah. I don't even want to know what chum chum. When you say that, it makes my stomach. Oh my goodness! Key, key, key! Please save us with a verse. Please hey, you guys! Verse. So we have this YouTube channel, Straight to Tape on the Two. Straight to Tape on the Two. And Perry asked me. He's been asking me and pestering me. Have for I? Yeah, exclusive real? content. Rob, have I been pestering her? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Pretty much. So I, I, I did it. I did it, you guys. I did it. So I have uh, developed this uh, programming that is called No One Would Believe. No one would believe. Yeah. Hmm. It's those stories because you know I do have a certain image that I need to uphold. Yeah. <laughs> you do. Oh yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 However, I do have. <laughs> uh, uh, don't do that, Rob. Don't do that. However, I do have stories I that I could tell or I could recount of uh, friends telling stories uh-huh. that completely circumvent that image. Mm, okay. Like, I want to hear one? Mm, yeah, sure. Why not? Share a little piece of it because you know we are talking about content that's going to be on YouTube. It's way back, way a long time ago when Mm -hmm. I was just finding myself, and it has to do with the hot dude and hot wax. I remember when I tried to find myself. (sighs) Those were the days. I found myself this morning. Yeah, but it has to do with hot dude and hot wax. (laughs) Uh But what 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 wonderfulness it would be for me to recount that entire story from beginning to end. And have a conversation around that story or have a conversation had around that story in my absence Hmm. with my anonymity being retained. Hmm. Hmm. So that's what no one would believe or also known as now be now be is about. So. Soon we will start drop start dropping these stories and uh, live recordings of the discussions around these stories on our straight to tape on the tube site. Ah, uh, so some exclusive content for YouTube. Yeah. And, and ladies and gentlemen, this is the reason why you need to follow, like, share, subscribe, all of that. Okay. Yep. Uh, we're trying to build a platform here of, you know, uh, of excellence, of unapologetic. Excellence. Yes, of unapologetic Black conversation, this. you know, mm-hmm. you know, 
Uh, you know, that includes, you know, that includes us all, you know, because I ain't going to sit up here and bug, you know, someone else, you know, uh, social media assassin is always shooting down motherfuckers online, and you know, and, and we got to get material ready from him as well. But you know, I ain't gonna put put him out there like that. Mm-hmm. As usual, yeah, mm. he just uses me for my uh, assassinistic skills. And your sexy voice—that's the real word. Yeah, assassinistic. Yeah. It, it, it's 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 poetic license. Yeah, I, exactly. you know, I just exactly. make up a word on the fly, and you know, I, I expect hey, you to yo, just deal with we, it. We've like all graduated from license. the school of Jesse Jackson, <laughs> 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 and there you have it. But uh, uh, as far as me, um, hey, look, y'all, it's uh, it's no shave November. I don't know if you could tell, but I'm wolfing like a motherfucker. Yeah. I'm um, with you. I'm with you, Rob. I, you know, when you spoke, when you said it on online, I was like, you know what? He is absolutely right. Yeah. So I too am woofing and itching, and like, I, yes, I'm with you. Yeah, Bruh, y'all need better oil. I support you. I'm gonna support you through No Shave November. But from, he's from not. Afar. He's, but he's not going to no shave November. <laughs> right. Hell no. Right. He's too pretty for that shit. Let me the let me say beard it. Don't I support you. I support you through No Shave November. Perry's beard don't connect. It looks like Italy. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> stupid. <looks> like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Stupid. Hey, what, 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 what are you going to do? Huh? What, are you, what are you going to do? Huh? Stupid. <laughs> stupid. Very funny. And fuck you. <laughs> right. But, uh, but nah, it, it's for a good cause. It's to raise awareness for prostate cancer. You know what I'm saying? Get your screening and all Get that type of stuff. Get your balls checked, y'all. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's 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 more than that. Um, Uncomfortable. It's 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 not fun um, to get you know that prostate uh, screening, but it's something that we all have to do. Um, mm-hmm. My 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 seventeen year old son is 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 in the room, and um, you know, son, you, you don't have to worry about this right now, but. Uh, you know, when you get of age, bruh, you have to let the doctor, uh, stick you know what I'm saying? In your stick that booty. finger up, you know, pause, uh, in your booty lubricated. and, uh, lubricated, lubricated finger. Lubricated. Uh, <laughs> like it matters. You know. I told you, did I, y'all remember the story. Didn't I, didn't I tell you about the prostate? Didn't I tell you about my prostate exam? Didn't I tell you about that? I'm sure. I have a feeling you about to. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. So. Sheesh. I have a, 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 a Indian doctor, and you know Indian doctors, they always, you know, what I'm saying, they they they're, they're kind of like they talk shit to you, but they talk shit to you nice. You know what I'm saying? Like Tico, I have an Indian like, doctor. Like, it's like, yeah. hello Tico, uh, you 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 you're gonna work out, right? Right, 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 right. Oh, fuck, you making me feel fucked up. So I'm like, yo, man, I'm I'm kind of old here, you know, I'm I'm, I'm black, so um, I'm gonna need uh, a prostate exam. So he's looking at me like. No, 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 no. You, you, you're not old enough yet. I'm, I'm black. You're gonna have to. You know what I'm saying? This, I don't. This is something I don't want. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. You know what I'm saying? So you just let me know. We, we get this shit together. So you know, time go by. Two or three visits. No nothing. So I'm like, okay, cool. Fuck it. He must have forgot. Fuck it. It ain't. You know. So one day, I'm in the doctor's office. All of a sudden, he says, uh, "Mr. Pate, would you please pull your pants down?" And I'm like. Okay, what for? You know what I'm saying? And he was like, uh, we're going to do your prostate exam right now. I'm like, dude, 
This, I'm like, I you know what I'm saying? Ready, I'm not ready for this shit, yo. Ready. I'm saying, yo, this is some shit, you know what I'm saying? I got to get myself together for. You know, I got mentally, you know what I'm saying? You just going to tell me to sit here and do this right here and do right now? Do you think doctors don't know that, though? Dude, all I know is, yo, I, I don't I, understand no, why they it, don't. Yo, key, it was like, prep you. He didn't want to do it, and I, you know what I'm saying? And I definitely didn't want him oh, to do yeah, it. I get but it, it was just, he was like, just like, you know what I'm saying? Damn, I got to stick my fingers in some dude's So, he, uh, Oh, my doctor he says, uh, would you please lay on your side and put your knees to your chest? Already I'm feeling upset because I'm in a fucking fetal position. Mind you. <laughs> you know wow. mind, mind you. So, if y'all like y'all food naked, then that's what bitches have to do to get it naked. Yeah. Completely naked. Put it. This is the whole. That, that knees to the chest thing is a regular thing in a Brazilian wax. That's crazy. It's a regular. Once a month. Yeah. And I, so, I, I don't like hearing my food. So he. Uh, <coughs> continue. So, he decides to go ahead and puts the glove on, right? And you know what I'm saying? So I'm looking at the wall, but I'm hearing the sounds. You feel what I'm screaming? So it's sort of like, you know what I'm saying, watching the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You know what I'm saying? It's not the, the gory killing part. It's the screaming that gets you. So I'm hearing the smacking of the popping of the gloves. And I hear the of the KY jelly. You feel what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like a little bit of, of KY jelly. It was like a... He like was just that. Trying to make you so look, dude. Baby. Let me tell you. Look, I, I understand that. I, under, I understand that. So he said he took his finger and he was like, "Would you please relax?" I'm like, "Relax, dude. You ain't bought me no motherfucking dinner. You ain't motherfucking <laughs> damn. You ain't even got no motherfucking damn. You ain't got no Isaac Hayes playing in the background. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? You ain't, you ain't got no candles. You ain't. Got, you know what I'm saying? You got nothing going no on. Candles. You know what I'm You got nothing going on, dog. This is like you know what I'm saying. So no incense no, burning no, or nothing. nothing, right? So he decides to go ahead and stick his finger in my ass, right? So he's moving his finger around, and then I'm just like, oh my god, this shit is fucking crazy as shit. Just mother, I, you know what? I should just fart. I, like I should fart right now. Like I should just really fart right now. And so, and so I'm, I'm closed. I got my eyes closed, and I'm just like, you know what I'm saying? Thinking of a happy place, and. Um, so with, it's, with, it, with a, a man's finger yeah, in his ass, you know he's, he's thinking, happy place. He's thinking a of a happy place. place. Yeah, Go ahead, yeah, continue. Yeah, so I'm thinking of trying to figure, up, you know, what I'm saying mm -hmm. good shit. So he finishes and he says, "Yo, he he hands me some fucking." This motherfucker didn't even give me a towel. This motherfucker gave me some fucking <laughs> yo. This nigga <laughs> gave me some fucking wipe. damn paper some wipes. No man, he gave me some paper towels and he gave me a wipe and a pen, some fucking like paper towels that you get out of fucking dispensary. Yeah, and I'm, shit. so I'm half listening to this because so, women go through this shit. Every I mean, I feel like year. So I, you know, I'm sitting there like okay. From the time so they are 15, 16 years old. So I'm like okay. Nobody so I'm sitting here wiping my ass and shit, and I'm sitting here like this shit is fucking just way too much damn lube in my ass and shit. You know what I mean? And so I'm you know walking towards. I'm walking to. The, I'm walking out. Way too many. I'm wake. I'm so I'm walking out. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the doctor's office, and you know what I'm saying, and and you feel this like you know what I'm saying this this. This oozingness of of, of, of of shit coming out of my ass. And I'm like, yo, for real? Am I shitting on myself for real? No, it wasn't shit, but it was lube. Like, I had to go back into the bathroom, like, check myself. I'm like, yo, dude, this is fucking lube, man. How much fucking lube this motherfucker put up in my motherfucking shit? You feel me? So, you not so, so, no, so not only, so not only am I motherfucking my asshole juicy, not only that, 
Not only that, but I'm walking outside. And as soon as I walk outside, I swear, I swear for it, man. Like the skies opened up, a fucking a rainbow flew over my head. Fucking cartoon birds was chirping and shit. You see the unicorns and, and shit. Unicorns and shit. Like, like all the gay, like it's like, like fucking like all, like I could feel all the gayness just coming out and just like looking at me like, oh, we have a new one. And you know, like really for real, real for real, for real. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so um, no, no, no. Let me pause here and say that in your experience, there's the fingers and the lube. But then there's that thing called a speculum. Which is supposed to be the man's G spot. No. Well, I don't know my asshole then. (laughs) A speculum is a duck bill shaped metal device that a doctor inserts into Uh, the woman's vagina. Yes, yes, yes. And then they turn a a knob and it opens. I didn't know what that was. I had one of those. Oh my God. Shut up. Just shut the fuck up. I just thought it was a so that they clamp. can look at the vagina and the cervix and make sure it's healthy. Yeah. Women who actively go to the doctor do this shit on an annual basis. Oh, not only that, but then they take like a pipe cleaner and they scrape your fucking cervix that you can feel See, look, to man. get cell to get cells. So they can test them to make sure that you're not experiencing symptoms of cervicalism. So, so, um, so y'all little once every five years, no, two fingers no, no, up it's, the butt. It's, it's annually. Annually you after to, you, annually, get, you to, get to a certain age. What is that certain okay. age? What All right, is a certain okay. age? We, we get it, key for black for black men for black men. Thirty-five. It's supposed to be like. 35 to 40 but mm-hmm. but usually they they'll they'll screen you try to screen you when you're in your 40s right yeah so you know women have gone through this whole speculum open up your pussy scrape it with a pipe cleaner so the reason i'm wolfing <laughs> is because of no shave november which raises awareness for prostate cancer and i, I love you king i they love you the in your pee hole you ain't know that um, so so yeah, I, I, I got friends that have gone through this uh, whole prostate cancer thing. So mm-hmm. I'm you know I'm in support. You know what I'm saying, uh, you know uh, of my boys. You know what I mean. Pause. Yeah, and um, no, nah, seriously, my, I, mean, my I, I got some, I got some some homies that have gone through it. So mm-hmm. it's in support of them. And I'm not shaving until December first. I actually started a couple days early. And if y'all know me, I take meticulous care of my beard. So this is day this is day three. I was just playing with y'all that day. No, you this is day this is day three. If you want to say that, that's fine. And uh they caught me shaving on, on video with a with a butterfly knife. <laughs> um Nah, I'm just pain, nigga. If y'all know me, man, I, I'm I'm going nuts right now because pause because my um beard is crazy. Moisturize, like, baby. I mean, I do that on the daily, but it's just the the fact that I can't hit this line is driving me nuts. So, uh, it's for a good cause, and that's that's man. where we are. Yeah, I'm Wolfman right now. I'm yeah, I jo- yeah, I joke about it, but for real, black men get 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 tested, man, because you know that's if it's one thing about our community. We do not go to the doctor like we supposed right. to. So black men go to the go to the doctor. Oh, one thing before we wrap. Somehow, little Kim and her image and image comparisons have made it onto the um <laughs> the Angie's post. So <laughs> y'all visit yeah. our y'all visit like share our Facebook page. 
go on there because right now there's one picture of somebody saying they're dressed up like little Kim when she had the purple wig on and the pasties and then a comparison of her like a few years ago to now and I don't know how little Kim got wrapped up in the conversation but she is because she's, so white. Y'all, y'all, she's y'all white now but y'all, y'all be, but little Kim's it, white yeah, right now but, but at the same time it's conversation it okay. is it is mm-hmm. yeah and we love yeah. it yeah uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been an incredible edition of Straight to Tape today. Once again, I want to thank uh, the director of Wilmington on Fire, of Grandmaster, and some other projects that are coming down the pike. Christopher Everett, thank you for coming yeah, through man. once thank again. Thank you. Thank you. You know, and uh, you know, you know, follow us on social media. You know, uh, like subscribe, like and subscribe. Okay, check us out on all of our podcasting platforms all right and have that discussion all right have that discussion as intelligent as you can and as unapologetic as you can but make some damn sense when you have a discussion as well okay? oh my god yeah. I, the, the comments that i've had to delete yeah yeah you know what i'm saying be intelligent about it okay so for the comedian <laughs> Professional jokes laying at Tico de Gallo. Yo, I guess that's it. Yeah, uh, pretty much. I'm yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, the thought quint- I had something funny to say, but I guess <laughs> I don't. Uh, the quintessential hip hop mom, Keisha Woodward. Homecoming on my black people. Homecoming on. Oh, 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 oh I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I, I do got something funny to say. I do something funny to say. Jesus, what? I do, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. What's the difference between a prostitute and a rooster? One says cockadoo to do, and the other says any cockadoo. Shut up, Tico. Okay. Right. And he's moving his head like a rooster, y'all. You should see it. It's amazing. It's a fucking amazing. And uh, social media says I'm Rob Barron. Hey, man, listen, we've been here way too long. See y'all next time. <laughs> and actually, before we go, okay, straight to tape will be in the house, okay? Uh, Friday. November 8th, okay? Oh, yeah. Yes, we are going to be supporting, uh, you know, our, you know, one of our uh, sponsors, okay? Shouts out to Darius Peterson, all right? So, we got a little, uh, we got a sip, uh, what's that? The little cigar and sip thing, man, you Ooh, know, bourbon, 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 yeah, bourbon, yeah. sip and smoke, yeah. oh, yeah. smoke. that's what sip we do, smoke, yeah, okay? that's what we do. Okay. Sip. I don't, yeah. 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 This fine. is, yo, this is going to be at the, at the Pickleback. In, uh, in Durham, North Carolina. Yep. Okay. What's that address? It is on 704 Rigsby Avenue in Durham. Okay. Have you uh, guys ever had a pickleback shot? No, but I'm sure you, you have. Yeah, I bet you have. Um, um, it takes three for yeah. them to be enjoyable. Just remember that. Lord, Lord, there. Lord. So we look. The event is from eight to twelve. Okay. Straight to tape will be in the house. You know. You know. Come through. You Meet know. Yeah, come through, you know, share a cigar with us, share some drinks with us, and have fun. You know what yep. I mean? No you know doubt. I mean? You buy him. Central's homecoming. You know, you know what time it is. Central. Yeah. And I am C. Perry Elise II. As always, let's get active. We out, y'all. <laughs>